Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 78 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. I am Caleb B. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. Follow Eddie at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore hero. Our Instagram is ECHeroCast. Gmail is ECHeroCast at gmail.com. As always, please check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. As previously mentioned, this is episode 78, and we are here to to cover Ghost Rider, starring Nicolas Cage. And the recording date is September 14. Eddie, how are you doing on this lovely Tuesday night? Uh, well, pretty good. Unfortunately, we lost old Norm MacDonald today. That sucked, but uh, otherwise pretty good. But yeah, disappointing. Yeah. Hey, man, that Norm loss was, for me, like, honestly, the first celebrity death that was, like, bummed me out since my dad died, which tells me, like, it meant something. Uh, But also, hey, the good news is, in all of this, that, you know, Norm went to the light, much like the moth. Mm Mm-hmm, that is true. It's a good one. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. I had I hate to make this about me, but I had a chance to see him last year in January at our casino. He was doing stand up, and I really wanted to go. And I asked everyone I knew, and nobody was all that interested. I don't know why. And I really considered going by myself, but then I was like, "Nah, never mind." And uh, just goes to show you, if you're ever on the fence about going to see someone and you really want to, and you for whatever reason can't get anyone to go. Just go and just go and, uh, you know, because you never know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A, a industry closing pandemic could happen and someone could die before it really ever ended for that matter. Well, technically that's true because that did happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So first, let me ask, what is your history with uh, the Ghost Rider character? Well, the character, not a ton. Um, I thought he was cool, but uh, I never really read any of his comics, so I don't have much to speak on. Um, I don't even think I had his action figure. I know I had the Vengeance action figure for some reason, which is Ghost Rider's villain in the next movie, but I did not have Ghost Rider, so I don't know why. But, yeah, not a ton, uh... But, I mean, I liked him, so. Yeah. I uh, I have no real history with, history with the character beyond this movie. And really, I just remember, you know, much like Zoom, seeing trailers for this as a kid, you know, as a middle schooler, seeing these trailers and be like, oh, that looks cool. Because, you know, Flaming Skull and everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, for the time, even... Now, the CGI is not that bad in this movie. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say, was going to mention, that, yeah, the CGI has aged very well. Yeah, it, that was pretty good. And then my history with the movie, I don't think I've seen it since the theater, honestly. I think I've only seen it once, and it was in the theater. You would go to the theater to see this? Yeah. And, uh... Most a lot of the movies on here I went to the theater to see. I'll bet you did, pal. I'll bet you did. So we're gonna dig up the old time capsule, of course. 
and remind you that this movie was released on February 16, 2007. I would have been in sixth grade myself, and I this was after football season, so I was just kind of, you know, skating by in middle school at the time, man. Well, winter quarter of 2007 for college me. So I redeemed myself with Spanish 102, got a B, easy enough. And then I went for the big one, College Algebra 148. And let me tell you how this class went. It was a one night a week, and it was like five credit hours, which was uh, brutal. Like, that's uh, a terrible idea. So, and five credit hours means you're in class, like... Three hours, 45 minutes, maybe four hours, 15 minutes, somewhere in there, depending. So you're never actually in there for five, but either way, four hours of math is, like, brutal. So week one, did the introductions and did all the lessons, and the teacher's like, so, um, this was a Monday night class, and he's like, so, uh, I realize next Monday no one's going to show up because of the Ohio State Florida Championship game. So, we're not having class next Monday. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, but week three, we are going to have a test on what we learned tonight. I was like, this is <laughs> going to go poorly. I can already tell. And if you thought Florida beating Ohio State was bad, that was nothing. <laughs> I go in. I, I tried to study, but like a two-week break, it's just... You know, it's not uh, it's not ideal. Plus, I suck at math. If you're following the show and you see all the retakes I've had to do, you'll probably pick up on that. I finished <laughs> first in the class because oh. most of the test was incomplete. I just walked up, handed it in. He's like, well, see you next week. I'm like, uh-huh. And then I walked right back downstairs to the kiosk, straight from the class, and was signed in and was like, okay, withdrawal. So <laughs> I was like, we are not going to start uh, on that big of a hole. Like, I, If he was generous with like the whole show your work thing, you at least tried. Uh, maybe I got like a 20%, but uh, a lot of them I just left blank because I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I, I, I don't even know where to begin with to show my work, so I'm just going to skip that one. So, uh, yeah, that one, uh, that one didn't work out, but, you know, it was just bad timing it was once a week is tough and then the high state game in between that made it hard to take a test it's just it's a perfect storm of bad stuff that happened so Ooh. well you know i am so i'm truly sorry to hear that even though this happened 14 years ago 14 and a half rather yeah it happens yeah um, let's see here. Number one song here in the United States on the date of release, February 16, 2007. This one's a bop. Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Oh. Beyonce. <laughs> D. What, what is your, uh, what, what is your personal favorite Beyonce song, pal? Hmm. I gotta go with Single Ladies. I somehow knew you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good one, right? Get yeah, it's really. All the girls in the club, they throw their hands up and they turn it around. 
Plus, you could, it's a good way to know who all the single women are in a nightclub. Yeah, fair. Or the liars. Mm-hmm. Or the wedding. You know, they play that a lot there. Yeah. Because then the bride is like, uh uh-huh, I'm the, I don't raise my hand. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Um, uh, I was going to say Halo myself. It's, uh, it's a little more... Uh, it's a little less lighthearted, you know, a little more of a ballad, I guess, but, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Hey, yeah. your champion's been wrestling at the time, and we got a new crop all over the place, actually, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah, all five of these guys were not champion the last time we, uh, on the last movie we recorded, which, to be fair, these movies came out six months apart, so it makes sense that that is possible. Your WWE champion on Raw was John Cena. Not a surprise there. The ECW champion on Tuesday nights on Sci-Fi. ECW uh, legend Bobby Lashley, of course. Oh, who just lost his title. Yeah. Man, the, the, the thing about us recording and these things just lining up, dude. I know. It's eerie. It all started with RoboCop. Did it? Uh, yeah. The, like, our RoboCop episode dropped, like, a week after the George Floyd stuff. Um, oh, right. Any- I was thinking more, like, The Crow dropping on Halloween week, which is purely coincidental. Yeah, that that was true. That was true. Um, on SmackDown, your world heavyweight champion, Dave Batista. In TNA Wrestling, your NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. By the way, the last guy to hold the 10 pounds of gold in TNA, because around May of 2007 was when their like agreement with the NWA came up. But the last guy here, Christian Cage, so his second reign as NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. And in Ring of Honor, and you may not know this, and it may, it may surprise you, Obviously, this guy usurped Brian Danielson. Would you like a guess? Hmm. My, my history is a little rough with this company. Well, I will give you one hint. I will say most people probably recognize him mostly as a tag team wrestler. I don't know. I probably should. Homicide. Oh, yeah, I'd never guess that. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, with all of that considered, let's go in. We go into the cast next. Or, no, 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 pardon me. <laughs> Damn it. The uh, the figures, the financials, and the critical reception, right? That's right. You, you're getting right. your hang of this after 78 episodes. Yes, I know. We're uh, starting to uh, starting to find a groove. But hey, your your budget for this movie was one hundred million. Your box office, two hundred and twenty eight point seven million, which gave this a profit of one hundred and twenty eight point seven million dollars, enough to get this a sequel five years later. I had the budget a hundred million, but I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, that's what I wrote. That's what I put down. One hundred. No, one hundred ten. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. I. I I just got mine from Wikipedia. Maybe I can't read. Uh, maybe I can read. Let me take a look. No, 110. Huh. Well, pardon moi. 
Well, so the the correct is uh, the profit of 118.7 million, and the gap is narrowing, 156.6 million Ooh. with inflation. Ooh. I know it's getting the the dollars becoming more valuable. Uh, you mean less valuable? No, uh, whichever. <laughs> Fair enough. What did the uh, critics and the fans have to think about this movie? No, not much. Critics, 26%. Fans, 48 <laughs> That's about where I put it. But, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I could see how critically this was not a success. Um fans i figure maybe would have had a little bit higher just because it's a purely a popcorn flick you know yeah i mean we've seen worse so yeah we've literally seen catwoman (laughs) oh yeah but i mean like worse as in like uh uh hulk um let's see daredevil blade three you know i mean I don't know. I would have to think, like, there have been some Marvel movies that I've seen and just haven't really left an impression. Nicolas Cage's performance in this left an impression. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll do that. Yeah. He will do sure. that. For sure. I watched, like, bro, I watched 10 minutes of Face Off, and I'm already, like, Nicolas Cage rules, dude. Yeah. I, man. I really like Nicolas Cage. I haven't seen a lot of his more recent stuff that people go on about, like, I think Mandy or... Um, Color Out of Space. Yeah, Color Out of Space, uh, which for the longest time I thought was Colorado Space, <laughs> which I'm like, that's weird. There's supposed to be another one coming out that's even weirder, but... Uh, but no, I'm a big... Uh, let's see, The Rock, Con Air, Con Air, one of my favorites, uh, Snake Eyes... 8mm. Let me think here. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, Raising Arizona. Pig. I've never seen Pig. Pig just came out. Oh, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Drive Angry. That's kind of crazy Nick Cage. Mm. But, yeah. There's another one. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It was actually really good until the end. It was, uh, I think it was called Knowing, where it was like he found a way to predict or to like use uh, the, uh, an algorithm to have predicted all the recent major disasters like 9-11 or, you know, whatever. And he found an algorithm to predict this. And then he found like he followed it and it's like the end of the world is coming and it was like really interesting. It's like, okay, how's this gonna end? Like, this is pretty good. And then at the end, it's just like, spoiler. It's like, uh, aliens did it. It's like, really? <laughs> That's what we're doing? Just aliens did it? It was, well, it was such a letdown because it was really good, and you're wondering, like, man, they better come up with something really good. Oh, aliens. Okay. They just took the gif of the guy on History Channel, like, aliens. And it's like, that's the end of the movie. Oh, by the way, and I'm going to send you a clip um, later. But it's Norm 
like a year and a half after he got fired from SNL coming back to host and his monologue was really good. But anyway, well, enough I've about seen it. He, uh, he says they fired me because they said I wasn't funny and then they brought me back. So yeah. did I get funnier? No, the show just got less funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was really good, man. That was really good. Like Norm Macdonald, seriously, and I know this isn't a Norm Macdonald podcast. I get it. But, like, there are very few people that can come on talk shows and actually be very funny or hilarious. And Norm was one of those people. Well, it was the the deadpan style and the timing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And the, the like you had said, timing, the delivery, the, the joke structure. Like, I just, I miss Norm MacDonald, man. I yeah. already miss I mean, the jokes weren't funny, but that's why they were funny. Exactly, yeah. Like, the moth joke is three minutes of setup with one of the dumbest punchlines I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, when he calls his wife a battle axe. A <laughs> battle axe! Uh, the uh, the uh, story of Kitchener Leslie. Well, no, he's he's doing like this whole thing... Like, no, 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 I know, I know, but I'm talking about there was another, he told a story of, like, his uncle in Canada. Um, oh, I don't know. Kitchener, Lesley, uh, Kitchener Leslie's girlfriend. I know there's something about, uh, he mentioned something about 9-11, and he says, uh, you know, the worst airline was uh, called 9-11. People probably didn't like it because uh, it reminded them of 9-11. What? And then, and then he mentions how he was in New York, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I was looking for my uncle," and then he was in Northern Canada, <laughs> something like that. It's good. I probably butchered it. Hey, that's fine, man. That's fine. But yeah, Norm. God, I miss him. Well, should we jump into the cast? Norm McDonald wasn't in this. That would have probably I'll- been good, though. Oh, man, yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great. Um, oh, also, I love the way he would say, what the H? Like, that's one of the few reasons I picked that up. Yeah, I didn't... Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, what the H? I thought you were talking about Ghost Rider. I'm like, when, the, yeah. when did he say yeah. that? Yeah, Nicolas Cage was just going around, what the H? It probably, that would have been, good. That'd been good, because he made a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, what did you think of West Bentley as Blackheart? Oh, man. We're getting him out of the way. Bad villain. Bad villain. I called him Discount Deacon Frost. Oh, my God! That's it! Yeah. <laughs> I knew! I, I was like, oh, that's the kid from uh, American Beauty, the one with the bag or whatever. Um <laughs> Which, that's, like, the only thing that guy's been in. But, yeah, I was like, that is, that's Deacon Frost right there. But it's not. It's low-rent Deacon Frost. And you were right, man. Yeah, I... Yeah, I... <laughs> he, um... Man, it was... I mean, it, I don't know what else to say. It was low-rent Deacon Frost. He wasn't intimidating. Like, at least with, with Deacon Frost, it was like... He's just some normal-looking, like, 
I won't say, like, meth head, but, like, you could tell if you saw this guy in real life, it's like, oh, he's probably, like, a bass player, and he'll probably die at 35 because he OD'd, you know? <laughs> like, that's the kind of person he looks like. But that makes sense because it's like he's just some rando that got bit by a vampire, and he just decided to be, you know, something different. Whereas this guy, it's like, you're supposed to be the son of the devil, and you look like just emo guy with the long trench coat. I just didn't buy it and uh, wasn't, yeah, no. Let me see if this guy was even in much else. I don't think he was, man. Because, yeah, he wasn't uh, super impressive as an actor. Wes Bentley. Let's see here. Oh, you know, he is on Yellowstone. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I like Yellowstone. But, yeah. As, a lot as, people, he's fine as a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people around here like Yellowstone, which I guess shouldn't be surprising, but, you know. Now, he's done some good television stuff. This particular movie just wasn't right for him. I Now that I've seen him, yes, he's been in some, some good stuff, but this role was, was not good for him. Um so yeah, he he's gone on to some stuff. I I stand corrected. Yeah. What did you think of Peter Fonda as Mephistopheles, aka Mephisto, aka the Devil? He was fine. You know. Yeah, small role. Yeah, it wasn't. He didn't. You know, he didn't do a whole lot. But uh, I. I would buy that. I mean, I've seen worse devils in movies, so. Yeah. Have you, though? Yeah. Give me an example. Of a worse devil? Yeah, than Peter Fonda. Uh, let's see. Um, Al Pacino. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Hurley. In what? Oh, what was that called? Be bedazzled, maybe? Bewitch? Uh, something. Elizabeth Hurley, is that the woman from uh, Austin Powers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, huh. nothing against her. It was just a... Yeah, bedazzled. Yeah. Was it bedazzled? Yeah, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it was fine, the movie. It was just... <laughs> It's it's not meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's see here. Sam Elliott as Carter Slade. Always got time for some Sam Elliott, man. Well. Thought he did pretty good. Pretty good <laughs> in the role that he was supposed to be. In you uh, the other rider. You have to, uh... Carter Slade. Have to use so many cuss words. The caretaker. Yep. <laughs> Did alright. You got any of that good sarsaparilla? But yeah, Sam Elliott uh, was a good mentor figure. Yeah. For as small as his, as his role was, uh, yeah, he was fine. Mm-hmm. Much better in Roadhouse. Well... Look, Roadhouse, classic. Oh, my God. Josh is going to love 
hate you for saying that, dude. Well, I, uh, and, and I'll say this. It had been a long time since, well, sorry, let me rephrase that. I had gone a long period of my life having not watched Roadhouse. Yeah. And, uh... To 2019, my friends and I started the Summer Movie Club, where we would get together like once a month, uh, maybe twice, depending, and watch a movie like A Roadhouse, or uh, what was another one we did um, that feels like eight years ago? Um, uh, freaking uh, Keanu Reeves was a surfer. Um uh, uh, Point Break? Yes, Point Break. Uh, so yeah, movies like that. Uh, Big Trouble Little China was another one. And we would always rotate houses and get uh, you know barbecue and cookout and everything. We were going to do it last year, but then COVID. And then this year we just kind of forgot about it up until now, me remembering it just now as I'm speaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, Roadhouse was actually the trial run. It was... Uh, Two friends invited me over, and they're like, have you seen Roadhouse? I'm like, no. And I rented it, family video, RIP. And we just decided to watch it, because they had watched a YouTube video on it and thought it looked good. And none of us had seen it, and we loved it. And then we decided, you know, we should we should do this more often. Just watch movies and eat. And so we did. <laughs> and... Uh, but yeah, then we, like I said, last year was tough to get people together for obvious reasons, and then this year I forgot about it. Plus, another one of my friends had a kid, so you know, so much for sex without consequences. Can't watch movies with your friends anymore. Hope that yep. was worth it. Yeah, hope that uh, hope that nut was worth it, man. I mean, it probably was, but yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Let's see here. Your main event, Nicolas Cage as the Ghost Rider. What'd you think of uh, old Nick Cage? Having fun, having fun, making fun. Texan accent. Well, you forgot, oh, you, you forgot Eva. I didn't forget any. Oh, yeah, Eva Mendez. Uh, she's very talented, and I, I love her talent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she was pretty good in this. I will say the character... Um, you know, not, um, let's see, not many women that look like her, and, and that's not to say that women don't go for the bad boy, because they do, but women who look like her don't give second and third and fourth chances to guys, so... Yeah. That was, uh, something was a little tough to believe, but... That was more about her character, not so much her. But, yeah. Yeah, she just didn't really have a big impression on me here. Um, yeah, main event time, Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider, having fun, making fun, Texan accent, and everything. What'd you think of him? Well, I, I, I really... I, whew, I, <laughs> I, I loved uh, Nicolas Cage in this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had fun with the role. Mm -hmm. he, he, there was a little bit of crazy Nick Cage in there. This is, yeah. a, this is you know, we didn't get him as Superman. 
because uh, that was a rumor, and I think a photo or that two... That wasn't a rumor, that got filmed. Well, yeah, yeah, photo or two floated around with him looking like Superman. Uh, but I'm glad Nick Cage has entered into the podcast. It's about time. And, yeah. you know, he's... Uh, this is uh, probably who I would have cast for this. It was, uh, you know, it's the kind of guy you would want, really. I mean, for being honest. Didn't this, didn't this come out around the same time as The Wicker Man? Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, that might have been a little earlier. That was uh, not as good. <laughs> no. Let's see here. Wicker Man. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, Ghost Rider was his first movie after The Wicker Man. Oh, okay. Have you seen yeah. the end credits of that? <laughs> uh, Doesn't James Franco show up or something? <laughs> yes, in a cameo. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, James Franco, one of the best. But hey, I will say this, you know, say what you want about Gone in 60 Seconds and and all this other stuff, but like Oh, that's another good not, one. If not for City of Angels, a lot of people wouldn't know the greatness that is Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. So, yeah. Yeah. Iris. You like the Goo Goo Dolls? I do. Yeah, they're all right. I don't get around yeah. to them as much. Hmm. Fair enough. Check out Name, check out Slide if you have not. But uh, I guess with that... Oh, by the way, this was 110 minutes. Uh, a little long in the tooth. But, you know, I didn't get bored. So that's that's good. Oh, that is good. Well, I'll jump into the plot. All right. So, the legend... This is uh, Sam Elliott explaining. Carter Slick. <clears throat> yes. The legend is every generation has one. Some guy who sells his soul to the devil. Thousand souls in exchange for your soul back. But one rider took the contract of a thousand souls because it was too powerful and he outran the devil. Spoiler alert, it was me. <laughs> Actually... Didn't he uh, say something about a, a a guy in his time that, you know, queen and her dang dundies and all that? Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, so we meet a young Johnny Blaze. Yes, dude. <laughs> and a, his dad, by yeah, the way. His dad. He's a, uh, oh man, I just thought of something that is a bad correlation with today. Uh-oh. Uh, his dad is a stunt bike rider at the fair, and so is Johnny Blaze, but his dad also has cancer. Oof. Yeah, just like Norm. Yeah, dang. But hey, uh, Johnny Blaze's dad was played by Brett Cullen, who, for what it's worth, played Thomas Wayne in Joker. Mm-hmm. He's just all, he's the dad of all the superheroes. Yep, he was even the dad of Tim Riggins in the Friday Night Lights series. Mm-hmm. There's uh, laws that we must follow. Murder, we don't steal. But one call in Texas, they have their own way of life. Isn't that how it goes? Something like that? I, sure. Okay, well, way to no-sell uh, that. You went over my head, buddy, I'm sorry. Friday Night Lights, isn't that the... Are you talking about the movie? No, it was the show. 
It's something. Yeah, Bro, all remember, maybe it was the movie. I don't even remember. Look, all I remember from the show, besides you know, like that that core like Coach Taylor, Matt Saracen, Tim Riggins, all them being really cool, was clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. That's all I remember. Well, now I'm confused as to what I was even quoting. <laughs> ah, whatever, dude. Well, now I'm confused. So let me, f- let me. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. So Johnny has cancer. Sorry. Nope. Johnny's dad does. That would be a twist. And <laughs> Johnny's girlfriend, Roxanne, is uh, young Eva Mendez. Uh, anyway, uh, after they do the show, Johnny's at home. He reads a letter that his dad has cancer and it's spread, so it's not looking good for him. Nope. And then the devil shows up who casts a, I just wrote, very cartoonish shadow. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, as far as worst devil, worst devil performances go, uh, Toxic Avenger 3. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the devil um, went down to Oh, Georgia. by the way, no. when Mephisto shows up, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when Mephisto shows up, Johnny is just completely uninterested in what he has to say. Yeah. So, because, yeah, he, he at first thinks he's a... Um, uh, trying to recruit him for a show. Yeah. And um, then he realizes, um, what in the hell? What's going on? I was trying to Google what the hell I was even quoting. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Varsity Blues. Oh, wow. Yeah, completely different movie. Like, Friday Night Lights is at least inspired by a true story. Okay, well, I forgot which movie Blues, I was even quoting from. So, but Varsity Blues is very good. That might be might have to be a uh, bonus episode someday down the line. Eh, maybe, yeah. Uh, as soon as we figure out a next gimmick to do bonus episodes. Yeah, we don't need a gimmick. We can just do them willy nilly. It ain't a big deal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, cartoonish devil shows up, and he says, I'll cure your dad's cancer in exchange for your soul. <laughs> Mephisto, the ultimate dipshit, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Johnny takes the deal. Yeah. And the next day, Johnny's dad is fine. And then Johnny's dad dies. Yeah, he dies in a uh, motorcycle wreck that same day. <laughs> yep. Perpetrated by who? Mephisto. Yes, exactly. Um, like a, oh, I thought the devil wasn't supposed to be like a genie, you know? Like This is a monkey paw wish. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And in Bedazzled, that, they did that too in Bedazzled. He would sell his soul and he would be like, I want to be rich enough to get any girl. And he makes him like a Colombian drug lord who's oh like about to be raided by the feds. So, or something <laughs> like that. So it's always like, you know backfires yeah that's ridiculous yeah uh so yeah this one backfired on him so the the moral of the story is don't sell your soul to the devil nope 
Don't do it. Don't even buy an Ouija board, even though it's a, a board game. Don't do it. It is a gateway tool for the it is. devil. It is, exactly. Made by Milton Bradley. Yes. So then the devil shows up and says he'll keep an eye on Johnny, and one day he'll be back. And Johnny then rides past Roxanne and doesn't even give her so much as a goodbye. And he says to Roxanne, you don't have to wear that red dress tonight. You son of a bitch, you stole a joke I had later on. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm still going to do it. Good. So we cut to the future, and an older Johnny Blaze jumps across a bunch of semi-trucks and crashes. But he's okay, folks. <clears throat> Is the back okay? No. It was dented with your head. But he was okay. And on the way to the next town, Johnny mentions he's doing a jump on the anniversary of his dad's death, field goal to a field goal post. Oh, by the way, the way they, okay, it's weird how they word it. It's like, what they say? A hundred yards, field goal to field goal. That's not accurate. It would be 120 yards from post to post. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Someone who has watched and even played a little bit of football uh, throughout his life, that really irked me, you know. It's a small detail, but it still irritated me. Well, you know, eh, it happens. You got the idea. But uh-huh. then they, they speculate that, like, oh, Johnny, maybe an angel's watching you, and that's why you never get hurt. And he's like, an angel. Oh, by Something the way. Something else. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, but Mac... His, uh, his right hand there was played by Donald Logue from Blade. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the uh, guy that was um, the right-hand man to Frost, wasn't it? Yes. Hmm. Well, at least, at least I got some of Frost in the movie since they had to yeah. settle for discount Frost. Uh, yes, yeah, so then in a nearby field is where we meet lame-looking emo kid, Blackheart, Discount Deacon Frost. <laughs> oh, Blackheart, is that supposed to be like a heel Johnny Gargano or something? Or wait, no, Champa. Yep, Blackheart. Yeah, there we go. So back at Johnny's place, and I can't even believe I wrote this, he is watching monkeys do karate and laughing his ass off. Yeah, he is just, uh, he's like Patrick watching uh, <laughs> watching a guy get hit in the head with a coconut. Like, I don't, who's this for? And he's like, like pointing we, at the TV and like, <laughs> are we going, are we going like simple Johnny? Is that what we're doing? Oh, and don't forget his uh, martini glass full of jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. This is like so simple weird. Johnny, or if, you're, if you remember the episode, if you remember the episode of "It's Always Sunny," Sweet D is dating a retarded person. Like that—that's so, the yeah. vibe. That's the vibe I get from from Johnny uh, Blaze here. Yeah, I feel like this is something Nick Cage probably does in his real life. <laughs> like, just fires up the YouTube and like, I need my monkeys in karate. <laughs> Uh, anyway, his his buddy's like, hey, don't do the jump. And then Johnny's like, nope, I'm going to do it. So, uh, this would have been 
Well, it goes into my critique of the movie. I'll get to that later. Well, these jumps are physically impossible. Like, or, yeah, 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 physically impossible. Like, they defy physics. <laughs> no, yeah, that's... I, I don't know if you could pull that off. That would be... I don't... If you can find a bike that can fly, like, a hundred yards in the air, let me know. Well, they didn't use NOS. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Blackheart then goes to a uh, Hell's Angels bar and, I guess, kills everyone there. And then he summons some henchmen to retrieve the contract of a thousand souls. So, the next day, uh, the at the jump, Johnny reunites with Roxanne, who is a news reporter, and he is taken back with how she has grown up. Yeah, and he... Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, she's yeah, got big ones. Big microphones. Because yeah, she's a news reporter. Uh, damn it, Eddie. <laughs> Titties is what he's saying. Folks. No, that microphones and cameras. And titties. I know what you meant, pal. I would never say that. You don't have to. You're heavily implying it. Um, I do like how Johnny uh, says, "Yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, yeah, sure. Damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do an interview. And then he proceeds to like basically ask her out oh, during sure. the. Interview. I heard you got married. Is that true? Uh. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But Roxanne doesn't want to uh, watch the jump, so she leaves. And then Johnny does the jump over helicopters. And he makes it. And he drives off to chase down Roxanne's news van. And after some green screen effects, he convinces her to uh, go out with them tonight for dinner. Uh-huh. Then yep. uh, Blackheart meets with uh, Mr. Mephistopheles, and he tells him he will find the contract. And the devil says, well, you can deal with my rider then. And Blackheart says, I'll retire him, then I'll retire you, father. Ooh. And he's all like, this is my yard now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, the deal. Yep. Father and Son. Yep, Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut to Roxanne. She is waiting on Johnny, and I swear to God, she pulls out an eight ball, not of Coke. That would make sense. A <laughs> magic eight ball, like the ones you buy in the toy store. And she yeah. kind of like shakes it, and I guess... It, she thought of a question, and it was like, nope, you should stay. And then she orders more wine. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I guess this was supposed to be funny. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're probably thinking, oh, well, Johnny's late because he's turning into Ghost Rider, right? I mean, that's what I thought. Like, we just had the scene, and it's like we're going to cut to Johnny and the devil. No. Johnny is late. He is not Ghost Rider yet. He doesn't even know he is Ghost Rider yet. He's back at his apartment or whatever, giving himself a pep talk in the mirror. 
and he's making Eva Mendez wait on him. Yeah. He's he, let me repeat that. He's making Eva Mendez wait on him. Yeah, the cojones, man. I would get to dinner like 11 hours early just to make sure if I had a date with Eva Mendez. Like, I don't know. So Johnny then walks outside and the devil comes up and tells him to find Blackheart and bring back the contract. And if he does... Return his soul. And Johnny's like, I'm not doing it, you do it. And the devil's like, well, you don't have a choice. And then just taps him on the back. And then Johnny takes off on the bike, going like super, super fast. Um, leaving like a trail of fire behind him. They cut to like a cop who was trying to catch him speeding. And I was praying that they wouldn't do this. And they didn't. But it was like the radar gun was going to be like 666 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like, should have been in there, dude. I'm just waiting for that, because that would have fit in this movie, and I would have just groaned. Are but no, he, he did not chuckled, do that. I would have chuckled pretty hard at that. I'm not going to lie to you. I would not have. I was just like, oh, gosh. I mean, maybe you know what? Maybe in this movie, but when I get to the critiques, not in the movie I would be critiquing. Not in my remake of this, but yeah, I guess it could have fit. It's probably not a deleted scene. Not my ghost rider. No. So Johnny rides the bike to the train yard. This is where uh, Blackheart is. And then transforms into ghost rider. This is, uh, we get some crazy Nick Cage as he starts turning. So that's pretty good. Uh, One of uh, Blackheart's henchmen runs over ghost rider with a semi, but that doesn't kill him. So Ghost Rider just wraps him up with a chain and just turns him into ash. So, pretty cool. Yeah. Has he said, look in my eyes, yet? No. That's okay. up next. So, Ghost Rider then modifies the bike to make it cooler looking. And then, he this is where he does it. He goes to like an alley and he saves Rebel Wilson from a robber. Dude! Yeah, Rebel Wilson! <laughs> yeah. American, fake American accent and everything. Mm-hmm. There she was. I didn't know she was doing things in 2006, man. Yeah. 2000. Getting robbed. Yeah. So, yes, Ghost Rider, uh, he does the what's called the penance stare, where he looks into his eyes, and he deems if your soul is evil, and he says guilty, and the guy just kind of turns to ash. Yeah, he has a line about, like, you have spilled innocent blood, or whatever. Yeah, I think that might be later, but... Anyway, in the morning, Ghost Rider turns back into Johnny. Yeah. So, Johnny wakes up in a chapel, and we meet the caretaker, who knows all about the Ghost Rider. Yeah. And he fills Johnny in on what it means to be a Ghost Rider, and who Blackheart is. The correct uh, Yeah. And uh, Johnny meets up with Roxanne. He tries to apologize, but she's not having it. And back at his place, Johnny realizes his human form, he can control fire, which uh, really doesn't come into play in all in this movie, so I don't know why they included it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're going to make him pyro from X-Men, then go all in. Yeah, he just, he does it like once in the police station with like a cigarette, and it 
didn't really pay off at all, so... Yeah. Whatever. Um, But then Roxanne stops by, because, you know, gotta give this guy another chance, even though he stood you up. Yeah, and you're Eva Mendez, and I don't know, dude. Yeah, she's, like, drunk and asking the waiter, do you think I'm pretty? Like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she apologized for what she said earlier, and then they make out. But uh, Johnny stops, and he's she's like, what's your deal? And he's like, well, I'll just uh, tell you. Uh, I sold my soul to the devil, and now I work for him now. And at night, I turn... Uh, I uh, I turned into a big creepy monster. And also I'm gay. No, he did not say that. Okay. Uh, so Roxanne thinks he's crazy and leaves. That's a logical reaction. Mm-hmm. But then the police show up and arrest Johnny because they found his license plate at the scene of the crime. So they lock him up, but he's in a big holding cell with all these bad people, and he turns into the Ghost Rider, and he takes all their souls and escapes. All but one. He was innocent. Wow. Dude, that's... (laughs) That's, like, almost, like, nearly exactly a scene from Malignant, which I just saw in theaters this past weekend. I didn't see it. It is weird. Uh, I think James Wan was going more for campy than he was for unnerving or unsettling. Uh, at least I hope, because if he was going for unnerving or unsettling, he failed. But if he was going for campy, he succeeded with flying colors. Well, all right. You can watch it on HBO Max, actually, so no need to go to the theater if you don't want to. I will do neither. Oh, wow. This guy. Mm-hmm. So we get a uh, big chase scene where Ghost Rider rides up the building. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And he's on to the roof where he kills another henchman of Blackhearts. And a, uh, so then Ghost Rider makes it down to the sidewalk. And Roxanne sees him and starts walking towards him in front of like all the police. But then the police just like shoot around her. Which seems irresponsible. Yeah, and reckless. I mean... <laughs> yeah, that was bizarre. But uh, the bullets don't hurt Blackheart. Sorry, uh, Ghost Rider, so... Doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, Blackheart sees Ghost Rider has a weakness, and it's Roxanne. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Johnny goes back to the caretaker... And he tells him about the contract and how Blackheart will use any loved one to hurt you to get that contract. So then Johnny's just like, Roxanne. And then Caretaker says, you don't have to put on the red light. (laughs) See, my joke was better. Oh my god. (laughs) So (laughs) Roxanne goes to Johnny's. And meets the friend, whoever... Uh, anyway, he gets killed by Blackheart immediately, so his name's not important. And... Uh, so yeah, Blackheart takes Roxanne. Johnny shows up. And uh, he's like, oh no, 
Roxanne's been taken, even though he <laughs> really didn't know Roxanne was over at his place. But whatever, we'll I'll figure it out. We believe yeah. he probably saw uh, his friend's ashes, so maybe maybe that was a clue. Maybe. So Johnny shows up at Caretaker. Caretaker gives him the contract, which he had all along, because he's the guy uh, that stole it years ago, as if you couldn't figure that out. Yeah. And he thinks, you know, maybe you sold your soul for a good reason, so maybe you got God on your side. I don't know. (laughs) So Caretaker then says he'll take him to where Blackheart is. And reveals that he was a ghost rider who stole the contract. And then he turns into a ghost rider on a horse. And Nicolas Cage is the ghost rider on his motorcycle. And it's like the two ghost riders are ready to kill Blackheart. I was like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Except Caretaker's like, well, it's the end of the trail for me. You can go on oh, from here. I, uh, I gotta go. And then he just vanishes. I'm like, yeah. what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. That was such a letdown. For sure. I was like, this is going to be a cool moment, but no. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can only transform once, and I used it to take you to where you needed to go. I'm like, well, if you can transform just once, just stay transformed and fight Blackheart with him. Yeah. Plus, it's like your character could have got killed, and it would have made Blackheart, who needs all the help he can get, seem more threatening. But, you know, what do I know? Exactly, like, Blackheart has not been a well-booked heel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, just, just throw that in on my complaints in the end. Yeah. That's what I would have done. I would have had Blackheart kill Caretaker. So Sam Elliott has to die in another classic, huh? Yeah, but it would have made Blackheart, who, by the way, I'd recast, uh, much better, so. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so, Ghost Rider, uh, kills the final henchman, he finds Blackheart, he gives him the contract, except, nope, it's a swerve, and he attacks him. But then the sun <laughs> comes up, and Ghost Rider turns back into Johnny, and Blackheart grabs the contract, and, speaking of discount Deacon Frost, where have we seen this before? He does the whole reading, and then all these souls just come and shoot through his body, and he becomes this even scarier monster, just like discount, De- just like real Deacon Frost. The exact same thing. That's all I could think of when I saw this. I'm like, not only is he discount Deacon Frost, he's doing the exact same thing. It's like they just welcomed this into the, they just welcomed the comparison. So, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but then he calls himself Legion. He's like, we are Legion. And it's like, all right. Wow. So, Who does he think he is? Linda Blair in nineteen in the 1970s? Yes. So Ghost Rider gets into the shadows, and he shoots Legion with the gun, because his hand is in the shadow, and it turns into the skeleton, and the gun is in the shadows, and it turns into like a cool-looking gun, so he shoots him. I was like, all right, yeah. that was kind of cool. Um, but it doesn't really work, unlike earlier, when, and, well, yeah, he shoots him and he gets right back up. But earlier in the movie, Ghost Rider tried the penance stare and it didn't work, because Blackheart has no soul. But he does it now, because Legion has a thousand of them, and it kills him. So, Legion, <laughs> this idiot Legion, um, he, he gave Ghost, he, he became more powerful, but... His weakness 
is now Ghost Rider's strength, because that's Sam Elliott mentioned that was the most powerful weapon Ghost Rider has is the Pennant Stare. So it'd be like if 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 uh it'd be like if somehow my Titans traded for Patrick Mahomes. But then they were like in the process, also traded away like all their starting offensive linemen who suck anyway. <laughs> but let's pretend they didn't. And it's like, yeah. cool, we got Patrick Mahomes. Oh, the offensive line is garbage. So what good is it? <laughs> yeah, we've seen even Patrick Mahomes with a bad offensive line. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Oh, and we traded throw in AJ Brown and uh, Julio. It's like, cool. That'll yeah. that'll really that'll show all those teams. So yeah, there's a that's a good comparison by me. But yeah, uh, but yeah, Legion sucked. Um, <laughs> so uh, he he kills all the thousand souls and then uh, kills Legion, and uh, the devil comes back and he's like, I'll take back the power of the Ghost Rider. And Johnny's like, No, I got a sequel to make. But uh, <laughs> And he's like, I'm going to use this curse against you. And he literally says, the spirit of vengeance. And ah. he's like, oh, which sounds like a cool title for a sequel. I'll uh, jot that one down. <laughs> and then Johnny tells Roxanne that he wishes things could have been different. Roxanne says, well, this is what you were meant to be, so make the best of it. It's like, you're, you're still turning down Eva Mendez to go fight evil. Yeah, I guess. Evil can go fight itself. I don't care, man. Yeah, let 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 God judge them. Who are you, Ghost Rider? Exactly. That sounds like a job for the Air Force. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do we think of Ghost Rider? Uh, it's a three out of ten. It's not good. Nicholas Cage was fun, but that's it. I man, why is my rating turning into a date that's weird it's like I'm um, putting the date in or I'm putting I'm punching the number in for me and it's going January blank of 1900 that's really weird so you're giving this a one and a half no spreadsheet sometimes you're weird uh, so I'm not going to complain without offering a solution so yes. as is tradition We'll get rid of Darkheart, uh, or Blackheart, that was the Care Bear villain. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the name of the Care Bear villain, Darkheart. That sounds about maybe, right. Maybe, I don't know. I'll have to Google that. But uh, we'll get rid of Blackheart, and um, Darkheart Care Bears, yeah, that was him. So, <laughs> he's just some dork in a tracksuit. So yes, uh, Blackheart. Uh, we're gonna recast him. I don't know as who. I didn't think that far ahead, but we're yeah. gonna recast him as someone actually threatening looking. So I know he wasn't around back then, but like if we were to remake this, Batista would probably be my Darkheart. Mm, Blackheart. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that that's just an idea of what I'd be going for. He wasn't really in. I guess he was around twenty two thousand seven. So yeah, I'll I'll steal him. Stealing from Evolution, or whatever he was doing at this time. Uh, that was solo face run Batista. Alright, well, he's uh, going to be taking a break to film a movie. Cool. So, that's who I'm, that's who I'm getting. And then, um, like, 
all the scenes where there was like really goofy stuff, you could have made it serious and it wouldn't have been that bad. Like this, this could have been, I'm not saying this would have been like a great movie, but this could have been like, um, this could have been like a seven or an eight, maybe not an eight, but it could have been a seven. You take yeah. away the magic eight ball instead of, <laughs> instead of him watching monkeys do Kung Fu, he could have just been like, Johnny, you know, I think you're, been trying to kill yourself because you're guilty of what you did to your dad. Like, you could have gone deep with that. Instead, it's like, oh, the monkey did a spin kick. It's like, you know, like, every time you thought the movie might get serious, they did some weird joke stuff. So, but the action scenes I thought were pretty cool. The CGI was good. Just got to recast, you know, Blackheart. But, uh, yeah, I won't... I, I, last week I said there was a good, there was a premise, the premise of Zoom. I said I cannot say there's a good movie buried in there, but the premise is there. Ghost Rider is uh, still needs some retooling, but uh, I'll use a house analogy. So Zoom was like the foundation of the house was good, but the walls are made of paper mache. The door is a piece of plywood. The windows are um, what's that stuff? Uh, sugar glass. So, and the roof is an umbrella. So that was Zoom. The Ghost Rider house is, um, foundation is pretty firm. The, 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 the interior is pretty good, but it's just painted really, really ugly. And it's, the yard is dead. It's just got weeds. So that's, that's my analogy of Zoom and Ghost Rider, which you probably never thought you'd hear. But I'm going to give it a four and a half. Wow, it's very gracious of you, pal. Whereas the spreadsheet puts it in uh, January 4th, 1900 at 12 p.m. I thought it was going to put it in an April 5th. Um, I don't understand or a, Why is it doing that? Yeah, I don't know. That's I, sometime, weird. Like, sometimes spreadsheet, I have this problem at work. It's like, just type in what I'm putting. I don't need you to no. just, I don't need you to guess and be like, oh, that's not what you meant. Well, it is what I meant, because that's what I typed in. If I wanted January 4th, uh, the Tokyo Dome show of the 1900s, then I would have just done that. But, jeez. 4.5. I don't... God. Anyway, 4.5. What's next week? Jeez. Next week, folks. We're reviewing TMNT from 2007. I don't know dick about this movie. But I am uh, anxious to see it, I suppose. And I will be watching it on HBO Max. I, this is just going to be us two, right? Yeah, I, I did ask Eli. He He's getting, well, I mean, he look, he lives in New York and uh, places are opening up there. So he's getting a lot busier with the stand-up. So, good for uh, him. He, he kicked us to the side. But you know what? It's fine. Uh, Dude, fine. Gotta, good for him. No, no, absolutely good for him. Uh I'm uh, I'm happy that uh, it's, things are turning around there because uh, it was bleak for a while. He he yeah. thought about just moving back, and he's like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And I was like, Yes, you should give up on your dreams, and we can come hang out and have fun. But yeah, exactly. You know, I'm I'm not an encouraging friend, so you have to understand that. And it, yeah. by admitting it, it's okay because you know. But yeah, uh, we're almost man. I'm just looking ahead. 2006 and 2007 have just been a... Ugh. 
I mean, Ghost hey, Rider wasn't that bad, but the, uh, man. The thing of it is, I, I don't, you know, I don't like to look back. I want to look forward and be like, how many more movies until we get to Iron Man? <laughs> and that, it's a lot closer than you'd think. It's only four movies, man. Yeah, I might as well just uh, let the people know because after TMNT is Spider Man, and, and that TMNT could be good. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Spider Man Three, which you know, if you know, you know. Yeah. And Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, and then Underdog, which I, you know, I admittedly don't know anything about, but a movie uh, starring a dog usually doesn't have a great track record. Going to say this, I don't know how we're going to watch Underdog. Isn't it on Disney Plus? I don't think it is, man. Let me take a look here. Well, well, you do that. Uh, it uh, is, yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, it, it it is that we don't have to like bother to to try and rent it or anything, you know. Oh, that's very true. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we're looking forward to Iron Man because it's the it's it's the the first of the MCU. Even though Hulk technically was, this is like unofficially the first because. They do a, uh, which Hulk is right after Iron Man, but they do the um, the soft reboot, so, of, of Hulk. So, even though we've technically entered the MCU, we really haven't, you know. No, you're right. You were right. Um, it's, it's like when you land in an airport, you can't really say you've been to that city, you know. Mm, fair enough, fair like, enough. Oh, I had a layover in Phoenix, but I, you know. Can't yeah. say, oh, I've been to Phoenix. I mean, technically, yes, but not not really. Just full that's of analogies like, today. That's like, oh, I've driven through Nashville, so I've been to Nashville. No? Uh, drive-thrus might count. Nope. A little bit. They count nope. for me. Nope. Especially if you're just staying on the freeway. That's You're not in town. Uh, maybe. Well, they... they, they I... I there, there's not a lot of exciting cities that I've just uh, driven through and not stopped. I think Des Moines and R- Providence, Rhode Island are the only two I can think of. So, Des Moines. not really missing much. Yeah. Well, folks, with that, we're finally going to get out of here. And to quote Johnny Blaze, let's see here. <laughs> Me, 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 me. Trying to work on the accent here. That was an actual quote of Nick Cage. Oh, we forgot when he's looking in the mirror and just trying to, like, scare himself. That was weird. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he's that like, was. And he's, like, chomping his teeth and, like, messing with yeah. his nose. And he's going off. Ooh, ah! Yeah. That, that good was old wild. Nick Cage. Yeah, good old Nick he'll, Cage. He'll, he'll be back in the podcast. Uh, not just for Ghost Rider 2. What else? Uh, I forget. Okay. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but he, he, he is. He is. Okay. To quote Johnny Blaze. Oh, kick ass. Damn. Yes, dude. Now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think another one, but I have to double check on that one. I don't know. Mac, you touch the carpenters or that special again? We got a scrap on our hands.
down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rise up your bow and play your fiddle hard, because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil gets your soul. up his case and he said I'll start this show and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow and he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss and then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny says your dog bite, no child knows. devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat and he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been. He played fire on the mountain, run, boy, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. 